What's up, family? It's your girl, the radical redhead, even though you may not see it right now. Cole Phillips, <laughs> coming to you with another fire. You know what I say, it's always fire in here. Episode of No Ordinary Church Girl, candid conversations on love, pain, and everything in between. Let's do this, Knock Nation. What's going down, people? What's going down? Literally, what's going down? There's a lot of things going down. There's a lot of things going up. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk about it all. How about that? So let's not delay. I got a whole bunch of news you absolutely cannot use. Let's go. Last week's news you most certainly won't use. Uh, Italian stallion. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. First of all, I just love your beard. I'm going to say it one more time. One more time for the quarantine time. I'm just not really a fan. I'm so used to being... You know, mm-hmm. just just the just mm-hmm. the GQ stubble. <laughs> GQ stubble. Okay, never heard that one. I like it. But you can rock both. Can I, I just tell you, as your sister from another mother Mister. and color and everything else, <laughs> I think it's very attractive. Well, thanks. You all come. Not everybody can pull this off. Now, I've seen some very interesting things in this quarantine time, I might add. You and me both. Oh, can I tell you? Can I tell you? Um, yeah. Some of us just, yeah. We... Or at least you haven't grown a beard. <sighs> wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that could happen. That could happen. Um, you never know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, stress makes the hair follicles stimulated. and Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything to say beyond that. <laughs> you want a fun fact? Yeah, please, uh, whenever, please, I'm listening. Whenever Kate and I first started dating, right, yeah. I used to call her my little peach. Um, and she thought it was just a term of endearment. And it wasn't. It's because yeah. in the sunlight, she's got a bunch of blonde hairs all over her face. She looks like she, I mean, her whole face is covered. In, you know what I'm talking about? The, the, I do. It's fuzz. She has yeah, little, little fuzz. fuzz. So I used yeah. to call her my little peach, and she thought it was so great until, right. I, until I finally told her that it was because she had a full facial beard thing. You know what? You ruined it. Because, see, you were doing good. She thought it was cute. She was feeling all like got a little love bug kind of name, you know, and then here you come. Well, it's actually because you have a beard, honey. It's actually because you have fuzz all over your face. Rude. That's okay. Rude. Honesty. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but there have been some interesting things in the quarantine saying, um, like the fact that, um, yeah, these nails, can we talk about these nails? One hands on one hands off. And the one that's still on is just not attractive. Barely hanging on. huh? I mean, I ordered pure acetone. I did. And I was anticipating it would be here very soon. It has not shown up yet. It's been 12 weeks. And it's time to get it started. I mean, I mean. Well, you know, today everything opens back up. Yeah. Salons and I'm not stuff. excited about that. No. The, okay, because can I say that um, I'm a little uncomfortable? Okay. Just because I, we don't know what we're fighting. That's so true. That's the only thing. I want, and then I do not want to minimize the millions of people who have lost their jobs, right? Businesses who have been around for decades have crumbled, okay? So I am definitely not um, taking away from that. I'm just saying we don't know what we're fighting. So can we be precautious in how, I just feel like we were like, hey, just go do it. 
I mean, I know what the governor said, but I, I don't I know. I don't it's think it's scary. Be, it's very. I because mean, we do not know how to don't. how to fix it, how to know what it's going to do. We don't know long term effects. We don't there know anything. Go. We don't know nothing. And so that's that's the part that's just for me makes my heart a little fluttered in the wrong way. You, you and know? me both. But I am so, going to get my haircut tomorrow with a mask on. I, hey, I ain't mad at you. I understand. I have to. I understand. My my beautiful wisdom, a.k.a. Gray, is saying, you going to do something? Because I'm willing to grow. I'm ready to go. I'm going to go <laughs> some more. And I'm like, no. You see, you, see, you, you see my beard. It's got a bunch of little Clooney in there. Uh, it, a little George it's, Clooney. It's, it's uh, just, you know, it works. But I understand. I respect the fact of what makes you feel good in your own skin, and it's not the beard. I get it. Right. I get it. So last week, I was, you know, I was saying how lazy TJ was, my oldest, right? Uh-oh. But my youngest, so like, well, let's just say neither one of them like to get clean. Okay. I'm, I got an issue with that. Brandon went through that crap. Dude. But, but Brandon's on the other side. When am I going to get no, mine? No, he's not. The other day um, I was like, when's the last time okay. you take a shower? He's like, uh, a couple of days ago. I'm like, a couple so of bad. days ago. I don't feel so bad now. Okay. Because that's like, he's younger than mine and at least he's on the other side. You got a soon to be 16 year old who's like, seriously? I'm like, dude, you got things going on down there. Don't you feel weird not cleaning it up? <laughs> For real. It's like you understand what goes on down there, right? I'm trying to tell you. Seriously. Come on now. That's like the pit of Hades down there. <laughs> Trust me. I have that same area and I know what happens. Right. Clean it. There it is. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, sorry, no ordinary church girl. So if you're expecting some super clean and, and I don't know, sorry, you've been listening. You guys well, know how I am. My son and her son are not the super clean ones. I know. So sorry. <laughs> Man, like, uh, it's, it's, it's very bothersome. It is. It's, it's change. And I, I think they've just, they've been lazy. They've been, I don't know. They've just been, that's all I got. That's all I really got. But in other news, uh, yeah, my mom's moving. Really? Yeah, two weeks. Oh man. Yeah, I'm sad. I'm really. Moving sad. back to Michigan. Michigan, yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm sad. It's good for her though. It's good for her. But I'm really, really struggling with the fact that, okay, she's leaving again. It's just, it's tough. It's tough. So, you know, I'll, I'll make it. I've been in Texas, shoot, twenty years, going on twenty one years. So it's not like, you know, I haven't been without her here, but then she got here and I was like, oh, I like having my mom here. Now I will say we've learned, we only live together. Like when I moved her into my house, I was like, hmm, didn't think this through. Did we? <laughs> it's a That's different. like what quarantine did with me. I need to live in a house by myself and go visit everyone else. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to comment because you got a girl. Yeah, you got a lady. She can stay in the house and I'll live in my own <laughs> and then I'll go see her every day. You're one of those that just needs your space. I do. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I do too. I am. I am. A, I need my space. I need my me time. Yeah, I get it. I really do. So I yeah. Time it's, it's, just to be quiet. Yeah. And I hate when I'm, I'm just, sometimes there are times where I need to be silent. Yeah. Same here. And then she's like, what's wrong? I'm mm -hmm, like, nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just I'm, quiet. Well, you're yeah. being rude. I'm not being rude. I'm not being be rude. Quiet. I'm just quiet. Right. You're not it's always like if something I start wrong. Talking, I may be rude. 
Right. So I'm going to be so, real so quiet. So let me be quiet and get myself together. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. You know, you're all in my wheelhouse with that one. I get it. Man. And that's what we've learned. Like how my mom raised me and my sister is not necessarily how I'm raising my sons. And it's something to be said when you get older and you get into that that space where I'm real good with me. Like, real good. Like, I ain't trying to change whatsoever. This is good, right? And my mom is definitely at the age, I mean, she's 61. So she's definitely at the age where they don't care what they say, how they say it, when they say it. And uh, you ain't got to like it and whatever, right? I've been on this earth a long time. Right, and I'm, and I'm your mama. Uh-huh. You know, let me go ahead and throw that out there too. <laughs> so my boys are just, they don't respond to her the way they would respond to a different voice, meaning she just has a more brash way of communicating. And they're used to... I wish my mom was like that. Really? My mom's like, oh, you can do no wrong. And I'm like, boy, I will end your life (laughs) right now. Right now. He said end his life, not the life. Right now. Not take the whole life. I can start it and stop that life (laughs) so quickly. You have no idea who you're messing with. (laughs) Now, I will say uh, I've had two that I remember vividly crazy moments on my sons. And I think those moments are what make them know, like when my tone changes and my voice flips, they're like, yeah, uh-uh, she's hitting that limit. Let me go ahead and do what I need to do. Right. Um, but my mom's like switch is always on my switch. It's like, it gets there, but my mom switches. Like she just turns it on. And I'm like, I think I'm like your mom. Oh, mom, calm down, please. <laughs> I think I'm your mom. Yeah. You might be if you're, yeah, it's like, it's on. I'm See, like, Whoo. I'm like, I'm, I'm how you should act with like a dog. Uh, like yeah. how you get in their face and right, you, make right, right. The, you assume the alpha position. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I can make my son go from laughing to just dead oh. worry <clears throat> under a second and a half. When you're a father too, you know, I think not to say that all fathers that way, but there is something to be said about the or- authoritative position that, that you all have. No, you're right. Cause their dad can say something and it's like, I mean, I've been saying it for who knows how long. And then as soon as he comes behind me and says something, it's just like, well, that's it. And I'm like, really? For real? <laughs> but I respect the position of a father. You know, I think it's important. I'm big on that. So it's just it's just going to be different. Mom, you know, going back. And I had my little want, want moment of, um, I don't know, like I'm shifting. I'm going out of one space into another space. And it was just like, huh, okay, this is going to be different. You know, so it's good though. It's good. It's good stuff. So yeah, that's my news. You absolutely cannot use. Like it's just change, change and more change. So there you go. I got it out and I'm not going to cry. So I'm throwing it out the window. Bye-bye. There it is. So, (laughs) you know, speaking of um, everything that's going down, right? I talked about that earlier. Well, can I just say that I have news? And I alluded to it last week, but I'm going to use this news, if you will, to tell you the importance of following instructions. That's what we're going to talk about today. Follow instructions, because oftentimes you are given windows of opportunities, moments in your journey that you miss because you don't follow instructions. You don't take the hints or the, the, the different warning signs that something's coming, be it good, be it indifferent, be it bad, maybe um, you don't take it. And because you don't follow instructions, you miss out 
on different times that you could be highly successful, protected, right? Walk into purpose with all confidence, like all these things happen. So now I want you to think about it from the standpoint of this scripture. So I want to give you a scripture that we're going to, you know me, I, I believe that God is a, a principle. His word is a principle that we can always lean on for instruction as we walk out um, our daily lives. And so this is from James 1.22. James, the first chapter, 22nd verse. Um, this is the New International Version. It reads, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Now, let's, let me break this down into a story. So as you all know, I got engaged. I alluded to that last week and I did. Then I'm on my cloud with my pretty bling bling. The boy did good. Okay. All right. But before I got the bling bling, let's just talk about how I didn't follow instructions. Okay. I missed everything. I missed my moment. Okay. I kind of want to do over. I kind of wish that he had another plan to do something else so that I can get my moment back. And I'm going to tell you how I did it. I'm going to tell you how to did it because I want you to not do what I did. So let's talk, shall we? So I got engaged. Okay. It was April 24th on a fine evening, approximately 730. But before that, the man told me that he was coming to get me. Now, mind you, we've been in quarantine. And for those of you who don't remember, Demario and I are long distance. And we've been long distance for the last two years and some change. Now, in saying that, this man is so good about keeping our connection strong. He's so good about making sure that I know that he loves me and he's thinking about me. He sends me like all types of just romantic stuff. Like he's just that guy, right? Ladies, it's just so great. But my tale, because I'm, you know, the one with the mouth and I'm the quick witted one and I'm the one who's always got something to say, you know, he's telling me he's coming to town. I'm like, all right, well, um, you know, we're in this quarantine thing and, I know, and I'm fine, and I'm not sniffling, and I know that he's, like, breaking it all down to me, and I'm all like, well, you know, I've got a mom, and, I, you know, she's one of the high-risk individuals, and I, I'm not coming in the house, but I'm going to be there. I'm coming at 7. Be ready. And I'm like, mm-hmm, you know. <laughs> How many times has God told you something? Very clearly. Something you've been praying about, something you've been seeking about, about but yet you have something to say. You have a rebuttal, Right? No, I didn't give him a rebuttal. He just said, and be prompt. And I said, all right. You know, I, I figured I would follow instructions in this case. So the man comes, comes to get me. I'm pretty much ready. It's like 7.05-ish. I know because I was paying attention to the time. I get in the car, you know, and I was trying to greet him in my own little way of like, okay, hey, handsome, I'm right, sexy, hey, 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 you know. And he's nervous that I know what's in his pocket. I had no idea he had the ring in his pocket. I wasn't even looking at that. I was just trying to be, you know, flirtatious, if you will. So he missed it too, because he was worried about <laughs> me knowing what he was trying to do. <laughs> so I get in the car and we're driving over to the hotel. And when we get there, he tells me what I thought I heard is to grab a bandana that was in the car. As we're walking into the hotel and we get into a space where I'm going to be following him, he said, didn't I tell you to put that bandana on? Now, what I heard was pick the bandana up. And he says he told me to pick it up and put it on. Well, selective hearing, we'll say, because all I heard was pick it up, right? 
All right. So I'm not following instructions, guys. I'm not following instructions because I'm being told what to do. Right. Meanwhile, what am I doing? I'm missing a moment. This is all part of the moment, ladies. Okay. So I'm over here putting the bandana on and then I'm fussing on top of that. So how many times have you gotten situations in your life and you're fussing like, I don't understand why this has happened. Many, many of you right now walking out this quarantine stuff, you've got businesses, you've got employment, maybe you've lost and you're like, you know what? I don't understand why you're doing this. I don't understand why you're letting this happen. I've been, you know, a good person and all this stuff is happening and crashing around me. I'm losing this. I'm losing that. Some of you have families that you're bumping heads with really hard now with, then you're asking the question, but what if, and only you know, what if God has already told you what you should have been doing prior to now? That's a strong possibility. And you just didn't listen. Or you said, well, I thought you said this. So I did this, right? Just like I did. So I put the bandana on. I, I get another chance, which is what God does. It's his grace is like that. I get another chance. I put the bandana on and I'm walking, right? And he tells me, uh, come inside. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to follow something I can't even see? <laughs> Once again, I'm still fussing. Okay. I know this poor man was probably like, I'm going to choke her before it's all said and done. Then I'm going to be the bad guy. <laughs> and so I'm walking, I'm walking in. But even in that, how many times has God led you into something and you're like, I can't see how this is going to work out. So I'm hesitant to move in that direction. I'm hesitant to start that business. I'm hesitant to go all into that relationship. I'm hesitant to let my child go and explore, right? Because I don't feel like I've prepared them enough, whatever it is. How many times have you been told to do something, but because you don't know all the details, you don't take a step. That's me. That's what happened. What do you mean? What do you want me to do? I can't even see. I'm walking in. Now it gets better. There's a song playing. And I got to be honest, I'm going to tell on myself here. This is what I do. And I know many of you probably do the same thing. This is what I did. Because I picked up as I walked into the room, not seeing anything yet. And walk into the room and I hear what I take as a country song. And my lovely soon-to-be country husband likes country music. I can't say I do. Can I just be honest? Now, he's played a few songs, I will say. I was like, oh, okay, but that one is actually kind of nice. Wasn't paying attention. I kind of tuned it out. As soon as I knew it was country, I was like, yeah. Like my automatic tune out came in. That's bad. And let me tell you why. You want to know what the song was saying, people? The song was actually singing, marry me. Yeah, that's right. Didn't hear it. You want to know why? Because I tuned it out. Because that's what I always do. How many times when you don't like something that's happening in your life, you just ignore it. You tune it out. You say, uh, I ain't got to deal with that. But it might be something that's a valuable lesson for you. Something that you need for wisdom later. That will be very beneficial to a great moment. But because you don't like it, you tune it out. That's what I did. The song is saying, people, marry me. Oh, my goodness. Just thinking about it is making me mad. But I'm going to finish. <laughs> so I walk in, guys. He tells me, you can take the bandana off. So I told you I tuned out the song. I don't hear the song. And as I'm looking, he has rose petals that are leading from the doorway with candles. There's rose petals and candles candles leading up from the doorway to the bed, which goes into a heart. And there's a box in the center. Now the box is not a ring box in the sense of like a small box. It was a big black box. So when I first looked at it, I thought, oh, he got some lingerie in here. He's trying to get some booty. Uh, really? Literally. Just, and because it was familiar, 
because he's done something like this before that was really like it was a whole big surprise. And I was so shocked. And he had the rose petals and candles. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was so excited because I just no man had ever done that for me. So but because it was familiar. Hello. How many times has God led you down a familiar path? But the ending is different. But because it's familiar, he knows if he doesn't do something familiar, you won't move. So because it was familiar, I automatically thought I knew what he was doing with a little twist. I, again, controlling the details, missing the moment. So I opened the box. And again, I'm thinking, he's trying to get some booty. This is some lingerie in here, right? You know, he's trying to be all whatever. <laughs> and I open it up. And sure enough, there's nothing in it. So what do I do? Get my little attitude back. Quit playing. There's nothing even in this box. Turn around. The man's on one knee. Okay. Now you want to ask me what he said? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he said. I don't know what he said leading up to, will you marry me? I just know he said that. What he said before that? Can't tell you. You want to know why? Because then I started saying, oh my gosh, he revolves. Oh my gosh, it's happening. Oh my gosh, the boys, mom. Like I started thinking about all the people who are going to be affected instead of enjoying my moment. And following instructions, they had a wonderful proposal, a man who took the time to detail out. And I forgot to tell you, above the box, on a banner, it said, will you marry me? Ask me, did I see it? Nope. You know, when I saw it, after I was trying to capture video of the moment, because nobody was there, it was just him and I. So I at least wanted to capture what he did for myself, because I missed the whole thing. He even had, let me tell you some of the other details that were missed when I went back through my video. He had wine, chilled, two nice glasses, again, candles, all nice and pretty. You know who missed it? This girl right here. Yep, this girl right here. All the romanticism, all the beautiful song. And then he said, since you weren't listening, now you can, <laughs> he replayed the song after he was done. <laughs> Because he knows me and he complains about it all the time in a loving way. See, you don't listen. <laughs> How many of us do not listen to the signs that are being presented? And not only that, enjoy the journey. Even when it may not be the way you want it. Even when it may not be every little detail that you have in your head of how it's supposed to go. I told you I tuned out a song and now I listen to the song all the dang time. Why? Because it's my song. Because it's part of my proposal. And yes, it's country, but I like it. But I didn't get a chance to enjoy it because I was too busy trying to control the outcome. So I was prepared. And I missed my moment. I missed my moment. The poor man didn't even know if I was going to say yes. That tells you how much my head was everywhere. I know he was like, wait a minute. Uh, this is not how I saw this. She don't look like she want to say yes. <laughs> I wanted to say yes, I did, darling. I love you. So yeah, my point today, honestly, is follow instructions. A lot of you are walking out some very uncertain times. Some of you don't feel the same level of uncertainty that others, but let's just be real. We're all in the same boat when it comes to not knowing what's next across the world, right? We've been put in a situation where we really have to look and say, okay, let me be in tune. Let me be aware and not just follow the trends, but follow what is for you, what fits for you. 
and make sure that you're following the instructions of what your destiny, your purpose demands of you. I promise you, God is talking to you just like it says in James 1, 22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Do what it says. So just like in my proposal I just shared with you, all I had to do was do what the man said. I trust him. And just like you, if you trust God, you can do what he says. If you've built the relationship with God, you can do what he says. <laughs> Truly. In your relationships, there are individuals who are of wise counsel. If you trust them to have your back, if you trust them and you trust the words that have come out of their mouths, follow instructions. Don't make life harder than it needs to be. Some of us do that on our, by our own hand. Don't let that be you. Don't miss your moment like I missed mine. Thankfully, I still get to enjoy the results of it. But don't miss your moment. Don't spend another day missing moments. Because there's many of them that are happening every single day. Some of you are not spending time with your families like you should. And you had, for me, seven weeks and some change of just really getting to know my kids differently. Seeing my mother differently and giving that dedicated time and not having to go here and go there and do this and do that. Because I just said that she's moving, right? And so life's going to be different. She's not going to be here every day with me. So I was given that time. Don't miss your moment. Enjoy the moments you have now, today, and pay attention and follow instructions. You'll be happy you did. Take it from me. <laughs> all right, family. So I'd love to hear what's been happening with all of you during this time of quarantine and battling through COVID-19. I know you all have different stories. I want to be there for you and I want to support you and encourage you and love on you the best way I know how. And of course, this podcast is here. This show is here. Be looking for videos on the Instagram and Facebook alike because I want to make sure we stay connected. So as I always say, may your day be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. See you soon. Talk to you later.